subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron i liked your forceful introduction there jeff <laughs> yeah it sounded I, like you were like off to war or i something. chopped <laughs> the air in front of me like <laughs> oh man i could hear it i mean not literally but <laughs> like i was like i'm some kind of political candidate saying that we're going to do a military maneuver mm-hmm. yep did you know, I, like, there's a place you can look up which, uh, like, which seats in your town are being run unopposed in the upcoming election? There is no Democratic candidate for the mayor of my town. I guess I'm asking, should I run for mayor of the town I live in? I mean, you don't even have to run as a Democrat if there's, if the mayor's running unopposed, just run, like, Green Party. Well, I guess... They don't even have any money. Why? Why would I align myself with any party if they if it's one that doesn't have any money? Because they would be so stoked to start winning local offices. Um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, the Democratic Party doesn't care. Otherwise, they'd put a candidate in there. No, they're asking. Like the website is like, please run for this oh, for mayor. <laughs> Do it. Would you like to run for mayor? Clear. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Can you put forth, as a candidate, an adorable dog? People love that. I guess, but is that going to help anyone? Run for mayor. I, mean, I guess it'll, it'll help the dog. We're oh, help you everyone's to... self-esteem and the general <laughs> mood so much. Oh, look at this great dog that's our mayor. Run yep. for mayor and then hire me to be your secretary. You run for mayor, then. <laughs> Just I don't live it. in your town. Well, I don't, either. <laughs> what? Uh, wait <laughs> Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I uh, don't think I really have time to run a mayoral campaign right now. That's <laughs> Neither does saying. anybody else. I <laughs> yeah, guess. I know. That's the problem. Yeah, who has time to read? Who has time to run for mayor? <laughs> These are the problems in our modern world. You should look up if there's a if there's unopposed mayorships in your towns, guys. Oh yeah, they yeah, love maybe. when uh, <laughs> non citizens run for mayor. They love it. Yeah, you should do it. Mm-hmm. You could. Do it. I mean, maybe not legally. Uh, this doesn't sound great for me. Uh, we need more uh, people who aren't American citizens serving in our government. Actually, that I think that might be true. First of all, yes, that is true. Second of all, we definitely need more dogs. You hardly hear about dog mayors anymore. That's true, but I don't have a dog, Louise. Not yet. <laughs> you know this about me. Where's your mayoral candidacy spirit? I mean, it wouldn't be my mayoral candidacy spirit, it would be my dog's. Yeah, you're going to have to run things for the dog. Come on. <laughs> like, uh-huh. think about it for a second. Oh, so now I'm... But then who do I hire Jeff to be if, if I can't make him my campaign advisor? Dog walker. feed the mayor. The mayor's going to need to be fed <laughs> twice a day. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's true important. about a human mayor also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Only twice need, a day? Yeah, lots of fats for a shiny coat. So yeah. The mayor's gonna yeah, the thing about all mayors is they're members of the feeder kink community. <laughs> they need to be fed sexually. Yeah. Oh, no, man. they're fed yeah. normal with food, but it, it's a sex thing for them. 
Do you think that you could get into the feeder community if you were just really into eating? Like, it's not sexual for me, but if you guys (laughs) want to give me food, that's fine. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, I guess, like, people get into financial domination because they like having things bought for them, so I guess. (laughs) And, ooh, I think it would totally work because people who are into a fetish that isn't inherently sexual... I think part of the fetish is like, ooh, I'm getting off on this, but the person who's doing it doesn't even know that I'm getting off to them doing it. So I don't (laughs) think they would be bothered if you were just like, yeah, I just want to eat this donut. (laughs) I was just thinking about this the other day. Are you guys familiar with the concept of bread face? Mm, It sounds like I'm not going to like being familiar with the concept (laughs) of it. So bread face is a... Instagram celebrity. You know what? This could be my thing from online, even though it's been several weeks since I read about this. But this is my thing from online. Um, There's this woman whose Instagram name is Breadface. I don't know her real name, nor do I care. Um, She is a, I don't know, maybe 20s, in her 20s year old woman, uh, and her Instagram account is just her getting different kinds of bread and, like, smashing her face into it. And that's it. That's the whole of it. Literally nothing else happens. She just rubs her face in bread every single thing. She has over a million Instagram followers, and her full-time job now is doing this because she gets so much in donations from her followers. In the interview I read where I was like, is this a fake article? Oh my god, oh my god, no it's not. Oh my god, what's happening? Um... She says she doesn't think it's sexual for the people that's watching it. Like, <laughs> maybe that's what you to... tell yourself. <clears throat> yeah, cash no. those checks. Well, either that or she's saying that for the benefit of the mm, people for mm. whom it absolutely is sexual because they want to n- think that she doesn't know. Yeah, right. I, that I has to important. be it. Mm-hmm. You're, you got it. Yeah. So, so we figured it out. We figured out fetishes, guys. I, I don't know if, like, if you could. If you liked putting your face in bread, not in a sexual way, just you like to do it, and you just did it, and then you randomly got super famous and you didn't have to work anymore, like, I kind of feel like good for you. I don't even, I don't even hold it against this woman, even though I definitely hold it against all of her fans who are 100% perverts for sure. (laughs) Matt, are you not one of her fans now, though? I'm certainly not. I've never actually watched one of her videos. I've just seen the interview with her that was that came up, and I was like, what the hell is this? Is this like how uh, no one has ever listened to the music by the pop artist Poppy, but everyone thinks she's really great? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Neither do I. Yes. Oh, really? She's some. <laughs> she, she's definitely YouTube famous. I think she's also popular on Instagram. And it's just this, like... She's got weirdly robotic mannerisms and either extremely straight long blonde hair or an extremely straight long blonde wig, and everything's in like pastel colors. Are you thinking? Are you sure? Are you sure this isn't that (laughs) Saudi Arabian robot? No, Uh, and it's also not that uh, that anime AI that's a YouTube celebrity now. No, is that? Is that? Wait, is that not? it Hitsune Miku or whatever? Uh, uh, Miku Hatsune is, uh, yes. that's different than, that's a character based around a synthesized voice. Boo. Uh, there's also a YouTuber 
that is computer-generated in some manner that I don't understand, um, whose name I can't remember, so I can't tell you more about it. I don't understand. (laughs) Is there any... Is the content of the video curated by a human, or is it entirely procedurally generated? I do not know. I assume that there must be a human involved... You really should not have brought this up. (laughs) There must be a human involved in some way, because this character does Let's Plays of video games, and there's commentary over it, and I imagine someone must be writing it. Oh, her name is Aichan, like AI, and then the uh, suffix for a little girl in Japan. Is she a little girl? She's like an anime teen in a sailor suit. Ew. Yeah, that's bad. It is. It's very bad. Um, yeah, I mean, isn't that... Is it, are we just talking about the plot of the movie Her now? I didn't see the movie, but I think that's what this is. Oh, well, there's no face in the movie Her. She's just Siri. Oh, gross. Yeah, but surely there's a scene where Joaquin Phoenix jerks off while listening to her voice and looking at porn or something, right? That yeah, but that scene's thing. in all black, uh, all blackout, so you don't see what, what's <laughs> Joaquin happening. Joaquin Phoenix insists that that's in every movie that he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and yeah, they cut he has... it out of most of them, but Gladiator, for some reason, <laughs> they left it in. He has to maintain this mystique that he's uh, a weirdo when actually he's really normal in real life. <laughs> now, I want to get out ahead of the questions right now and say yes. Uh, Gladiator is the only Joaquin Phoenix movie I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, what other movies was he in? I can't think of any. He was in that I one saw her. L. Ron Hubbard or someone else's Oh, L. The Ron Master, Hubbard? yeah. Right? Was he L. Ron Hubbard in that? Uh, I think Philip Seymour Hoffman was the fake L. Ron Hubbard in that, and he was oh, okay. fake L. Ron Hubbard's friend, Dave. <laughs> And he was entirely computer-generated, and they fell in love. He was made of thetans. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. All right, Louisa, what did you do on the internet this week? Uh, I got mad at the services provided to me, as always. <laughs> of course. <laughs> By the internet, or...? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've been mad about meal delivery services, namely Grubhub, because that's a local one that I use. Yes. So you order food, right? And you put in your order and it says this order has been sent to the restaurant. We assume it will be there. And then it gives you the uh, times that it should arrive, which is usually 45 minutes to an hour from when you order. Yes. And I found lately that uh, that used to always be roughly true. I found lately that when I go back and check like half an hour later. It has updated to two hours from when I placed the order. Like, they've just decided, oh no, we're changing when you're going to get this food. Do you think that it... Have you, like, complained about this? No. I think that maybe they're getting to know you, because you order from them often (laughs) enough, they're like, she's not going to say anything. (laughs) I think the problem is that you're ordering food at peak times, uh, and you live in a college town. Mm, that's probably true, but it seems to happen also when the fucking college kids are out on break. So I don't. Well, know. then the then the restaurants have less employees working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's fun. no win. <laughs> um, have you ever tried Seamless, Louisa? I don't think there is that here. I it, there is because I ordered food to your house with Seamless once. Oh no, like, then I haven't. <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> That food that just showed up on my door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, it it works good. I like it a lot better than Grubhub, and it's new. Also, mm. have you guys heard about Drizzly? 
No, what is this? Oh, for? It sounds like a fake thing, like Twitter on a sitcom. It, <laughs> yeah, it does sound like that. It's not. It's like Grizzly, like the bear, and the symbol is a bear, but it's got a D at the front, Drizzly, and it's just for booze delivery. Oh, nice. Um, huh. that seems like it should be illegal, though, right? Yeah. No. I, I, uh... It's expensive. We got booze delivered one time, um, when I was down the shore with friends over a holiday weekend. We were running out of beers, so we ordered, like, a hundred dollars worth of beers to be brought to us, and that was <laughs> extremely good. <laughs> uh, I always thought that there's a server, there's a quote-unquote restaurant that's on Grubhub that I thought was local, but apparently is a chain, because I see their ads on uh, Snapchat now, called Go Puff. Oh yes, I've seen that. And all their stuff is, here's a bunch of shitty snack food that you want when you're high, and rolling papers. Yep. Mm. Also toilet paper. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everything mm. about it is gross. Yep. Um, uh, yes, that is disgusting. I also feel like Going back to Drizzly real quick, um, I always kind of felt like drinking was a self-limiting behavior to keep you from drinking yourself to death by, like, somebody around you. If you were going to keep drinking, someone around you needed to be sober enough to drive, which meant that they were sober enough to tell you to stop drinking if you were going to drink yourself to death. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and now we've just cut that out and it's fine? It's always been pretty much cut out if you, like, live in a city and you can walk to a liquor store. Yeah, yeah but you still have to be sober enough to walk to a liquor store without getting mugged. Also, oh. people people only stopped drinking and driving at the same time, like, 30 or 40 years ago. That's true. Also, before that, people were just drunk all the time, every <laughs> second of every day. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I've seen those and like. These are still current problems, but uh, we've made it illegal to do that much more now. (laughs) That's true. We're we're like 50% of the way to making it not a problem. (laughs) Yeah, we did part of the effort. We're not going to do any of the social reconditioning. We're just going to put you in jail if you don't do the right thing. Yep, just like with drugs. Uh, Good. The war on people. Ooh. Ooh, biting. That's actually... <laughs> I want to make fun of you for that, but that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it really is. I'm a, I'm a pundit now, you guys. Oh, you should run for mayor. <laughs> Based on that just, one comment. I just spit soda all over myself. I hate you. Yes, we run can stop doing mayor. the podcast, finally. And then make a bunch of outlandish proclamations, like, your town is no longer going to prosecute. Our sister city is now the moon. Yeah. <laughs> you can do this. That's what you're allowed to do when you're mayor. Yep. Yeah, but I don't want to be mayor. That sounds like it would suck. Get a top Ooh, hat and a sash when you become mayor. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Oh, my God, that would be good, See, though. now you have to. If I got, like, one of those penny-farthing bikes and a top hat yes! and, like, a t- coat with tails and I did my he- my mustache up in handlebars and just rode around with a yep. mayor sash, and then everyone would be like, 
you're in a very ridiculous costume. I'd be like, uh, this nope. isn't a costume. <laughs> I literally uniform. am the mayor. <laughs> and the... then you can give them a ticket for being rude to the mayor, which is the new law that you're saying <laughs> to, uh... The mayor doesn't enforce laws. Uh, he does now. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, the king of the police also. <laughs> yes. The... Oh, no, if you're mayor, what you need to do is then send letters to all your favorite celebrities and say they get the keys to the city if they come and visit you in a ceremony cool. and stay at your house. Do you think I could run on a platform of secession from the United States? Just yes. Town? Yes. yes. Uh, I think that your bike just needs to have a banner off of the back, like a flag, and it says, it's the mayor. That's the only addition I have to this image. Yeah. Oh my god, this would be Here so amazing. Here comes the mayor. <laughs> I don't think I could get the signatures I would need to run for mayor, because everyone would be like, who's that guy? How many do you need? Here? I don't think so. I don't know, probably a bunch. Make all your employees do it. They all live in other parts of the world because we mm. don't live in the kind of economy where people work where they live That's anymore. right. I forgot that you're a like, remote and travel worker. Yep, it's true. Oh, well. Uh, Jeff, what did you do online this week? Mm. I was hoping you'd skip me. I've been frantically looking around my room like, <laughs> what did I do online? Um... I am frustrated in general by the movie-going audience and how they don't know uh, how to parse media at all, and the recent way this has frustrated me is uh, belonging to uh, Facebook groups for things I like, for example, Star Wars, uh, that align with my general political beliefs, uh, and seeing people post things like, Saw Gerrera did nothing wrong, and... Uh, he's a character played by Forrest Whitaker in Star Wars Rogue One, or I think it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story, uh, <laughs> whose main character trait is he uh, tortures that guy. I actually think it's called Fifty Shades Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, everyone would watch that. <laughs> I actually made a thread in this group along those lines that was, uh, which Star Wars character would you like to erotically murder you? Um, <laughs> You're very on brand for you, Jeff. Yes. And everyone said Captain Phasma? There was one, zero fighting, which is crazy for this group, and two, 150 comments. <laughs> um, and and they're uh, all Captain Phasma? That's very weird. <laughs> I was surprised how few of the answers were Captain Phasma. A lot of How them, many of them were Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> uh, one. How many were Yoda? Uh, <laughs> no Yodas, surprisingly. Most of the Yoda joke answers were... you sexually? <laughs> most of the which joke answers mine, were Jar Jar. Uh... I don't know how you could sexually kill someone with your mind. That seems crazy. Force yeah. choking is literally a thing in the Star Wars uh -huh. universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there That's you why go. Darth Vader was a popular choice also. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> literally the first thing that happens is he lifts someone up fully by their neck. Now, Jeff, I don't want to ask this question because I really don't want the answer to be yes, but did anyone say Watto? <laughs> I don't think so. The popular joke answer was Jar Jar. See, Jar Jar's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody... I don't mean it like that. Uh, yeah, you want to have to work for it a little bit. <laughs> uh, I just think, like, Watto is made to be a disgusting man. Yeah, Watto <laughs> is the... He was, at the time, the new Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. 
Although even Jabba the Hutt, like we were talking about theater porn earlier. I mean, <laughs> he's also in that movie, so I don't know what I'm talking about at all. Yeah, is yeah. Ugh, the Hutt race is so stupid and badly thought out. Yeah. Well, the whole it, thing was Star Wars was like, what if there's this kind of Muppet? What about this kind? And then later they're like, uh, I guess this is a whole race of Muppets. <laughs> yeah. That was the mistake. <laughs> it's yes. Jabba the Hutt is fine. And any other huts that just sort of speak grumbly gobbledygook, whatever. Uh, I was watching the Clone Wars cartoon, which I don't recommend watching, and one of the characters who's <laughs> recurring is a purple Creole talking, it speaks English, <laughs> uh, purple hut. What? Who <laughs> is just like, well, I'm just gonna do some crabs now. <laughs> And it's He's like the cra- gold. it's it's I the craziest fan boat. <laughs> it lives on a swamp planet and refers to its mother as know. mama and the mother no. takes up like a whole giant building. It's like the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why is why did they put this in Star Wars? I'm pretty sure this character is the main villain in the theatrical like movie that was the first of this cartoon. Oh, this guy's a villain. He sounds so. He sounds too ridiculous to be a villain. He's one of the <laughs> only. He sounds so cool. <laughs> He's one of the only characters in this He's children's so cartoon. Identifiable. He He's gets a real murdered, gambit, if you will. He gets murdered on screen by the awful CGI monster who sings that song in the special edition of Return of the Jedi. Oh God! <laughs> like as if to mean. as if to apologize to us. Like here, we're going to have the other worst character from Star Wars kill this one. <laughs> oh God! Um, I think we've talked about this on maybe every episode of this podcast. Star so Wars? Far. Yes, we have. But, yes, that's true. But specifically. The idea that Jabba the Hutt could just be like, actually, the Force doesn't work on me. No explanation as to why. No, that's Watto yeah. who does that. Watto does that too, but so does uh, so does Jabba the Hutt. He's oh, like, does he? yeah, when Luke comes in, he's like, you're gonna give me uh, Han Solo oh. back, and he's like, actually, your Force powers won't work on me. Why? Your Force powers work on fucking starships. <laughs> like, the, what are you doing? And robots, the, right? Isn't that the, illegal? Uh, <laughs> No, they don't work on robots. The mind powers only work on the weak-minded. In the prequels, don't doesn't Liam Neeson tell some robots to fucking mind their business and they do it because of force? I think oh, they, they might do. have just been scared of him because he's six and a half feet tall and has a laser sword. Okay, but why doesn't Luke Skywalker then just crush Jabba the Hutt into a cube? Because he's <laughs> super... Did you watch those movies? He's so bad at doing force tricks. <laughs> he can't even lift his spaceship up. Uh, he he gets there. He figures it out. Yoda kinda. does yeah. it for him. Yeah, well. He learns how to pilot one, and isn't that how to really lift up a spaceship? <laughs> yeah. Think about it. He learns how to jump out of that uh, Sarlacc pit. It's amazing that people were like, oh, I hate how Luke is portrayed in The Last Jedi. Like, do you see the old movies? He was never good at anything. <laughs> he always sucked. Yeah, it's funny to me that even like even when I first watched Star Wars, people were still saying that Luke was like the chosen one of the whatever universe. When so clearly it was Darth Vader who was actually good at the Force. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Who is he's literally Jesus. He's his, 
Qui-Gon's like, hey, who's the boy's father? And she's like, I don't know, nobody, I guess. Yeah, and remember that part in the Bible where Jesus turns evil and kills people with his god powers? What, you don't? <laughs> what did you that would be a radical Bible, though. <laughs> what did you think that thing was where he's flipping the tables in the temple? Yeah, yeah he, he killed people with those tables. He turned them into knives. You need to read the sequel, Fifty Shades Bibler. <laughs> That's where the good stuff is. Yep. Uh... So anyway, random um, subreddit time. Yeah, None of them are Star Wars. <laughs> Hooray! Okay, I got r slash roast me, which is a probably sexual thing where people post pictures <laughs> of themselves online and then invite other people online to make fun of them. I have to say, I love the header, which is a whole bunch of hams being roasted with flames. You just love ham, though. <laughs> I know, and it, this is a great <laughs> image. This is everything you could want. The most Baroque uh, image with a gif of steam and flames for ham ever. It looks yeah. like everyone's photos, big quotes, have to be short videos, I guess, so that you can't post someone else's uh, picture photoshopped to look like they approve of being here. Uh, pretty clever, huh. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, guess. <sighs> uh, I got r slash Wrangler, the subreddit dedicated to the Jeep Wrangler. Oh, I was hoping it was gonna be Wrangler jeans. <laughs> nope. I okay. don't under I don't understand how this has eighteen thousand subscribers. Mm. How does anyone care this much about a shitty kind of car? Yeah. Some people do that instead of having a personality. They get really into one brand of beer or a car for instance. Yeah, but they usually pick something that's at least like cool, like, it's been marketed to be cool, or it just, like, is cool. The Jeep Wrangler, though? <laughs> well, I think you can convince yourself that it's actually extremely cool, and kind of, like, indie, because not everyone else thinks it's cool. It's yeah, as I, cool I work... as Wrangler jeans, I'll give you that. <laughs> I work with a guy who's very into Bud Light, mm -hmm. as, like, kind of an ironic hipster thing, I think. Um... As like, look at how much I love this shitty beer. But the joke's on him because he has to drink a very bad beer all the time. I'm fine with that. I, I wish it was like at least one that was, had cooler branding than just like, hey, this is diet cool beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've never made they've never made a a good beer. Why don't they make a mass? You're right. They never beer? have made a good beer. I Go guess. On. I guess Sam Adams is a pretty good. Yeah, I was just uh, gonna say Sam Adams is the only good American beer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it seems like for like all of the ones like uh, Bud and Miller and all of those ones, they just are trying to make German beer, but much cheaper. Which, like, yeah, that's gonna be bad for yep. sure. <laughs> Uh, speaking of terrible drinks, I got r slash wine, which is about yep. wine. That's another uh, thing that tastes bad that you drink because it makes you forget about your problems. Yeah, it doesn't taste that bad. It's the very bad. the more expensive the wine, the worse it tastes. <laughs> the only wine, wine that tastes good is is the sugar water that costs two dollars a bottle. <laughs> That's just called Boone's Farm, Jeff. Yeah, it's a type of citrus wine, fortified <laughs> citrus. I do. Guys, I yeah. discovered that mm -hmm. the uh, popular fortified uh, citrus wine, uh, MD2020, uh, 
I figured Mad Dog probably a nickname. I discovered what it actually stands for is Mogan David, um, which is uh, the company that make used to make it before it got bought by another company. Seriously, I genuinely thought it was Mad Dog because I thought they just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's 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 it was for a time the most popular kosher wine uh, above oh, above Can- Manischewitz. <laughs> I think we should do the wine board so that we can talk about the very stupid drinking that Jeff and I did in college. <laughs> I would be fine with that. Uh, it's either this or Roast Me, because I don't want to talk about Jeep Wranglers. Yeah, Jeep Wranglers yeah. is out. I feel like Roast Me is just going to be us reading burns that other people wrote trying to be funny, and I don't see how that could possibly yeah. be funny. And I don't like the complicated layers, like, as Jeff mentioned, like, what if these people aren't the person posting, but someone else who they're doing it in a hateful yeah. way? And uh... One of the top of all time is Stannis Baratheon from uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, so. Great. <laughs> I think this video rule is recent, because I'm looking at the tops, and a bunch of them are, like, pictures, uh, but posted recently, and not celebrities. Yep. So, wine it is. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Let's see. The header on wine is just a picture of some grapes. There are red grapes and green grapes. And it says wine in a weird font. And there's a, like, clip art image of a wine glass. And there's no Rita Alien. I, I appreciate the refinement of this. It's very in keeping with the classiness of wine. I, I wish the... also that it's, it's not that uh, offensive to the eye, but it's slightly off. And I like the vibe it gives out. Like, here are people who care a lot more about wine than about computer graphics. Well, that's evident every time you go to a liquor store as well, because every <laughs> liquor store has a sign that looks like it was designed in 30 seconds in a clip art studio. I wish the wine in the wine glass had the face of the Reddit alien. <laughs> God, that's disturbing. That would be pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, people are just readers and users, so that's disappointing. They should have been sommeliers or something, right? <laughs> Winos. <laughs> Uh, a place to share all the latest happenings in the world of wine and uh, yeah then just usual (sighs) note naked wine vouchers are considered spam (laughs) so I don't know what naked wine is maybe a website or a company naked wine is a kind of wine that is made without any like preservatives and is not very good alright and they apparently spam this board and they're not allowed to anymore Yep. Uh, I really, really enjoy one of the ones on the front page. Uh, it's the fifth under hot, and it's a link to an image. Well, it's a link to another subreddit post from the subreddit Don't Dead Open Inside, which uh, I imagine is a reference to the Walking Dead doors that were poorly laid out. Uh, and the wine is supposed to say Cappuccino Pinotage, and the way it's laid out, it says Capupino Chinotage. <laughs> oh my god, it's so badly designed. Why how did they do it that bad? I like maybe looking at it, I think maybe Cappuccino is in like a metallic lettering yes. and the Pinotage isn't. Uh that's not enough. No, it's <laughs> yeah. definitely not. Um So here's my first question. Is there a law about what is allowed to be called wine and what isn't? Yes. What is that law? Yeah, I wonder that too. 
Uh, I think it has to be made with grapes in the United States. But um, they sell cranberry wine and blueberry wine. Yeah. I think those just have those things in them also. No, I, I mean, traditionally, true. like, plum wine is just made from fermented plums. Oh, like, interesting. It's not actually grapes. That's the problem with the term wine. I think it must be the preparation, fruits. then. I don't know, because I distinctly remember talking again about the, t- the stupid drinking we did in college... Uh, that when you buy Thunderbird, it says Thunderbird Fortified Wine on it, and it is not made from grapes. It might be made from charcoal. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. You know how fruit juices are like, it's 100% juice, but what they do is they do that ionization process where they take the grape flavor out of grape juice, so they essentially turn it into sugar water. Maybe it's like that. Sugar water. <laughs> Thank you for adding to the conversation, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't say the phrase or word sugar water without me thinking of Vincent D'Onofrio's star-making performance in Men in Black. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, well, it, they, it's like when they do with orange juice where they like take it out all of the color and flavor so that it mm-hmm. stays good longer and then they just fill it with perfume to make it taste like oranges yeah that's so horrible yeah it's very very weird that that's a thing that people how is that cheaper i guess is my real question yeah it's terrible the things that are cheaper in our horrible modern world where we've ruined everything yep there's an awful lot of people on the top board here posting pictures of their uh guild of sommelier pins uh is this like a secret society I don't know, but, hmm. like, there are people who have these little lapel pins that say certified sommelier on them. Uh, uh, I guess that's a thing you can be. But... Is this like when you become a preacher for the Unitarian Church? <laughs> yeah, maybe. You get your chalice. Um, but I do think that this is a good time to discuss the fact that studies have shown that even certified sommeliers cannot tell the difference between $12 wine and $600 wine in blindfolded taste tests, which means that it's all bullshit. Everything you guys are doing is bullshit. Yep, once you get up to paying enough that it's real wine and not uh, flavored sugar water, it's all the same thing, and it all tastes bad. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's perfectly... I don't like wine at all, but I think it's perfectly fine to decide you like a certain kind and just drink that all the time. Whatever. Uh, I know some people who are adults who somehow choose to drink Carlo Rossi sometimes, and I genuinely don't understand that <laughs> at all. Because it tastes like, better than expensive real wine. Does it taste better, though? You open the bottle and it, you're hit with a wave of smell. Like, <laughs> anything that pungent probably shouldn't go in your body. Uh, I hate the top post of all time. Um... That says more winemakers should do labels like this. And then it's just like, God, the most in-depth label using a bunch of words I don't understand, saying what was in the soil that grew the grapes that are in the wine. Yeah, I yeah. like those. I like the wine labels that are like, hey, dummy, like, eat this, drink this when you're eating this kind of garbage like that's all i need yeah Yeah. more wine should be labeled like this and it's just a picture of blue raspberries and a cartoon mascot that's mine (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I like on this pretentious label it says vineyard philosophy, sustainable yep. viticulture, which basically means oh, word? What, kind, what kind of winery are we? The good kind. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we believe in continuing to have a vineyard. Great. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Is there... A- it, has there ever in history been somebody who owned a vineyard who wasn't horrible? I've never known anyone who, who's owned a vineyard, so I am... Incorrect. <laughs> Do you own a vineyard? No, but you and I both have at least hung out with somebody whose family owned a vineyard. Oh, I don't know. Well. <laughs> One anyway. Mr. Ernest Gallo. <laughs> Ernest and Julio Gallo. You might yes. have heard of them. <laughs> Yep. Don't you remember that weekend that we spent hanging out with, uh... um, Matt, we have a friend who has that last name. You don't have to come up with a joke. (laughs) I was gonna say, do you remember your friend who was 80 years old when you were in college? (laughs) He also listens to to this show. (laughs) Hi, Colin. Hi, Colin. Uh, No, who was the guy who uh, used to direct movies and now he runs a vineyard? Dustin it's not Hoffman? Scorsese. Coppola? No. Is it Coppola? Coppola! Yes, it's Coppola. Oh. <laughs> I, I just guessed. I don't know why that name popped into my head. Anyway, yes. Uh, don't you remember that weekend we spent hanging out with Coppola? Yes, that was the joke. Oh, it was no! Not, it, that it joke not worth it. didn't work. <laughs> nope. Oh, I just okay. noticed in the submission guidelines, uh, you have to put flair on your post. Wine pro if you're in the industry. Wino if you're not. I like that. Do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like that there's another elitism that is making the people who merely enjoy wine feel bad and dumb. Oh, I like this one pet peeve of theirs, I guess, which is people just putting up a picture of a bottle of wine and not talking about it, because it says, please include original tasting notes or other pertinent information, or your post may be removed. Have you guys ever read a wine bottle that has, like, oh, this wine has notes of blah, 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 yes. and then drank it and been like, I, yes, I see what you've done. Like, I see the connection. Cause I no, haven't. never. <laughs> never yes. was. I like, I like wine, and I will, like, sometimes I will read the thing and then drink it and be like, okay, I see, I see where you got that. But if I drink the wine first and then tried to guess what the notes were and then looked at the label, I'd never be right. Here's the thing. It's a lot like art history, which I enjoy. You can make stuff up if it sounds good enough and you're confident enough. Yep. Yes. Like, I... I, I don't like wine, of course, but I like chocolate a lot. And I'll taste it and I'll be like, this has, like, raspberry notes to it. And I don't mean that it has raspberry flavoring, although sometimes it does. And no. it's very yeah, the, the only way <laughs> the I can tell... The raspberry notes are oozing out of this chocolate <laughs> yeah. because it's just raspberry filling. The only way I can tell the flavor of wine is if it is dyed the color of the fruit that it's supposed to taste like. <laughs> Jeff, it's always supposed to taste like grapes. You're getting very whack wine. No, my citrus fortified wines are all neon pink. Oh, Jesus. This Gatorade ice wine is very good. I drink that. Look how blue it is. Yeah. It's mountain chill flavor. Or whatever Gatorade calls their flavors. You can really taste Uh, the pine trees and the permafrost. So the thirty third top post of all time mm. is is uh, captioned this wine list Naples Italy and it's showing somebody with a wine list apparently in Italy um, 
and the, I guess the thing that they are so excited about is that it's at least 30 or 40 pages long. Ugh. That is the worst. Yeah, I hate I that. I hate that. Ugh. Especially because, like, whenever I order wine at a restaurant, I actually just got back from uh, from Washington, D.C., and I went out to a couple restaurants because uh, we were celebrating Jen's birthday, and um, uh, they had these, like, wine lists at these restaurants, and people would come up and we'd be like, oh, yeah, can we get a glass of the Pinot Noir? And then they'd be like, which one? Like, come on, dude. I don't know. <laughs> of course. Whatever. They, they're all the same. Yeah, Bring me one. your most average wine. <laughs> yeah, like, obviously the cheapest one. Does anyone ever order anything else? I went to a uh, bar and restaurant yesterday, and there was an option on the menu, uh, if you're going in, like, the afternoon, to just s- pick one of four flavors and say what kind of booze you would like with it, and then they would make you a thing. Hmm. And the thing, it, the thing I got was not great, but the fact that I didn't have to be like... Uh, do I like every ingredient in this and hem and haw about it? And I could just be like, give me the spiced one with brandy in it, and they would do it. Was great. Pretty good. Yeah. The, Bring me a purple a... drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's something else I've noticed, is that, like, I definitely have favorite, like, brands of, you know, rum and... Uh, whiskey, obviously, I love whiskey and, and all of those things. I, like, the different types of wine, like Pinot Noir versus, you know, Riesling versus Infidel, are different. But within those categories, I have never been like, oh, this vineyard tastes significantly different than the other one. Here's the problem, though. I think if you're really into wine also, it's going to taste different from year to year as well. Yeah, also, two glasses from the same bottle will taste different because you'll be drunk. Yeah, the later bottle, later <laughs> glasses are always better than the earlier ones. Yep, it's true. Also, none of it's good news. Wine is very bad. Guys, we... it's a scam. No one wants <laughs> well, to talk about it because they spent a lot of money getting themselves into this industry, and now they won't admit that they've dug in too far. All wine tastes th- very bad. Do you think wine is like diamonds, where it's like the people who make it realize that it's so worthless that they, like, spend all of their money trying to make people think it's actually valuable? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I've tasted wine. <laughs> the emperor has no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I like wine fine, and, I, like, it's it's a little bit crazy to me how many people in our age group, uh, like, especially young women, identify their personality entirely by how much they like wine. That's crazy to me. I think um, that's become an ironic meme now. It's still not good. It's still <laughs> not a good look, though. Um, but yeah, I think wine is fine, but it's not better than things, other things that are available. Like, why is it? Why is it showing up at at somebody's house with a bottle of wine and you're gonna drink the whole thing? Like, that's somehow not a crazy thing to do. Whereas you know, if you wanted to to just carry a bottle of whiskey around with you everywhere, people would think you were a drunk. Yep. <laughs> I brought you this whole giant loaf of bread, and we're going to eat all of it tonight. <laughs> oh, shit, that sounds great. Is it garlic bread? Hell of a party. <laughs> it's one of those breads that's filled with pepperonis. Uh, calzone, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, shit, this is the best party I've ever been to. Cool. Are you on your way over now, Louisa? <laughs> I can't believe you brought a giant calzone with enough for everyone. <laughs> Yeah, this is great. 
Uh, everyone can enjoy a calzone. Mm-hmm. I really like number 31 of all time because this is the type of wine content I enjoy. Uh, <laughs> which, the image is a summary of how to get rid of fruit flies with the second step circled. Another homemade trap is to pour leftover red wine into a jar. And the caption that the poster put is, Does anyone know what leftover red wine is? <laughs> Boing. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I'm the fun yeah. mom in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But also, that is a crazy thing to say, because l- leftover red wine is just re- more red wine, though. It's not like food, where there's a difference between <laughs> yeah, that's it true. freshly cooked or, like, it's been in the bottle for a couple of days. It's been in the bottle for a long time already. They don't want you to pop a fresh bottle to catch these flies. Yes. Um... Plus, you should really use red wine vinegar instead, because it smells more and attracts more uh, fruit flies. It really works. And it's cheaper and it's better, and you can put it in salad dressing. That's true. Red wine vinegar is awesome. Um, You know what's crazy to me? I go to Subway sometimes, don't judge me. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, I know, (laughs) it's not great, but uh, the best dressing to get on your sandwich by far is the red wine vinaigrette. And they still have it, but they've stopped listing it. (laughs) <laughs> they don't they don't want you secret, to order it it's still menu. there i see the bottle but in the list of dressings they have on the counter they just don't have it in the list anymore why do they do that they're phasing it out they're just waiting until they run out of it they're just yeah. uh, the it's leftover so good. Red it's the best red. one mm, what about creamy sriracha though if you're eating at Subway, you're clearly doing it because you don't hate yourself enough to fill your body with fast food. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't agree. I get I the like bread that has cheese on it. you're hot food if you're eating at Subway. <laughs> yeah, you just want a warm sandwich with cold <laughs> lettuce on it. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, instead of grease-soaked things, you want something that's slightly healthier. You could trick yourself into thinking, well, there's vegetables in this, so... Okay, so um, I've discovered the legal definition of wine in the United States. Do we care to know about it? When you say you've discovered, Mm -hmm. do you mean that you looked it up against the rules of this podcast? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, If it is made, it's allowed to be called wine if it's not made of grapes, but it has to say what it is made of instead of grapes, if it is. So, like, mm. honey wine and fruit wine and citrus, they have to say what they're made of. But if it just <laughs> is, says wait, wine, is, it's made of is, grapes. Is fruit wine spelled with two O's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wine is made from Toucan fruit loops. Sam on the label? <laughs> is he giving oh, you a thumbs man. up? <laughs> but you know what? That would be pretty good. Also, I remember going back again to the stupid drinking Jeff and I did in college, showing up to a party once with a case of Leinenkugels, and we were all drinking them and enjoying them until somebody said that it tasted just like Fruit Loops, and then we realized it did and we couldn't drink anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the... No, I like that one best of all. It's the... <laughs> what is it? Uh, I forget the name of it. It's one of the seasonal ones. And well, it this has like radio. It has so. a purple label and everything, just like a breakfast cereal. But it's not <laughs> fruit flavored, is the thing. It's not. It, it just is Fruit Loop flavored, but it... Like, it's just a regular kind of beer that tastes like Fruit Loops, but isn't intentionally fruit-flavored, and that is what disturbed us all so much. Also, Lightning Kugel has another one that tastes exactly like spaghetti sauce. Oh, gross. Oh, Oh, barf. (laughs) Tomatoey? I don't understand. 
it's not terribly tomatoey, but you know that sort of sweet, acidic aftertaste you get with tomato sauce? Mm-hmm. You get that real hard. <laughs> oh, so no. it's beer with MSG in it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you're, you're drinking it and you're like, mm, this is okay. It tastes like something. And then somebody points this out and you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What's your favorite wine type? Uh, I quite like Pinot Noir because it like stands up to food pretty well. Um, I like to eat a lot of red meat especially like steaks and stuff and so pinot noir is a good wine to have with a steak what about you louisa do you have a favorite type of wine i like a white that comes in a little bottle because it's i'm gonna be able to use it up before it goes bad and it's one that i can put in sauces for chicken or fish Hmm. i like cabernet i like cabernet sauvignon if i have to drink a wine that has one of the traditional names uh, but man, I'll down a bottle of Night Train like it's nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, so Thunder- going back to the parties, Thunderbird uh, used to be a thing we would do. I don't know, I think... We did a lot of Mad Dog also. Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember, I think that these were parties that you were at as well, Jeff, although it might have been a little before your time, but we used to get cases of Mad Dog, and just, like, everyone that came in would get to grab one out of the case at random. Yeah, I, it was still during my time, it would be like, let's go spend $20 at the liquor store to get everyone to have a bad hangover tomorrow, and just come up with sacks of these horrible flasks of... I've discovered what fortified wine means uh, from the Guide for Newbies on the subreddit, and it's uh, wine, red or white, to which a hard spirit has been added to kill the fermenting yeast and boost alcohol content. That makes a lot of sense with all the other stuff I know about uh, fortified wines. Yep. Now, is is Mad Dog um, one of the ones that pretends to just be classy, like, red grapes? No. Or is it oh, one of the no. ones that comes in neon colors for different yes, flavors? Yes, yes, okay. It comes in a flask-shaped <laughs> bottle, and one of the flavors is red grape. And it is a bright red, like Gatorade. <laughs> but oh, no. the rest of the flavors are all also flavors of Starburst, so... <laughs> I've only had a uh, wild Irish rose, which was incredibly oh, yeah. bad, but it was like neutrally wine so, colored. <laughs> in these parties where we would have these cases of Mad Dogs, sometimes someone, as a joke, would include a, a flask of Thunderbird in there as well, mm-hmm. which is like the cheapest. It's clear. It's like as if Mad Dog didn't even bother to put flavor or color into their thing, and it was just clear. It um, tastes like corn syrup. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, it really just tastes like corn syrup. It tastes pretty good, but it turns your tongue black after you drink it for a while, and that can't be good for you. Ugh. So I'm guessing that the reason why all these wines are so sweet, uh, it says that fortified wine, it it keeps the sweetness. I'm guessing it's because they just get halfway through fermenting and they're like, ah, screw it, and they add alcohol and ship it out like that. Yeah. yeah, well, a lot of these are also uh, li- listed as being, I think it's like rye beverages or something, because, yeah, they just use the, like, leftover sludge from making beer, which has alcohol in it, strain it out, and then mix it with something sweet. Malt? Malt beverage? Is that Maybe the word you were... Yeah, malt beverage. That's, um, yeah, that's like all, every, everything that's in the beer section, but is fruit flavored. Yeah. It's like, ooh, here it's 8% alcohol and it's a malt beverage. And we're not going to say what that means. 
this yep. is an alcoholic sprite essentially, but we're gonna call but it again, a beer. <laughs> but again, I feel like once you're shopping in that segment, you are already committing to harming your body pretty irrevocably. Here's yeah. the thing though, here's the good part about loopholes for liquor laws. I live in Delaware and I work in Pennsylvania. Both of those states will not let you sell alcohol in any place that isn't a liquor store. But there is an exception. You can sell wine and beer in Pennsylvania in a quote-unquote pub that's attached to a grocery store. You have yep. to buy everything that you that's in there before you leave that section. But you can get all the weird fruity fake beers that I like because <laughs> they count as beer. Mm-hmm. So that works out great for me. I can go to the grocery store. I hate going to the liquor store. The liquor store always... I feel like the liquor store used to hold a lot more excitement for me than it does now. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a time in my life when going to the liquor store, I'd be like, oh, look at all these possibilities. But now that I've tried most of them, <clears throat> they're mostly very bad. Yeah. And that... I cook with a lot of liqueurs, and they're so goddamn expensive. Because <laughs> it's essentially like you're buying vanilla extract, but this one happens to be orange-flavored or whatever. So, yeah, it's priced like you're buying a giant bottle of vanilla extract. It's yep. extremely expensive. But you could drink it, and it's delicious, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that loophole you mentioned about it's like, oh, it's technically takeout from a bar, mm-hmm. uh, is the place where we bought all of our Thunderbirds and Mad Dogs was that. Yes. It was a bar that the same three very old men sat at back in an unlit part of the store, <laughs> and then the rest of it was just like a normal uh, like beer and wine store. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to know the story of those three old guys. I don't. <laughs> I, I wanted there to be a time when they needed to get up and do something. Like, I, I imagine that they were, like, the, the uh, secretly the bouncers for this bar, quote-unquote. Maybe, unquote. yeah. And, like, if something went bad, they would get up and then just, like, murder somebody, and no one would ever talk about it because it was the only place you could buy liquor after 11 p.m. In yeah, my what? mind, they're, like, bodega cats, and uh, they get their alcohol. <laughs> they eat all the rats. Then, the owner will make them, like, a bowl of mashed potatoes or something so they don't die, and so it absorbs some of the alcohol in their stomachs. Yeah, this is... I think we're both very correct. <laughs> oh, Black Widow walks into the store, and one of them is like, how did you find me, and then turns into the Hulk, and there's a big fight. The Hulk I don't even know what fair. joke you're making. <laughs> uh, one of them is the Hulk, but hiding out. Why? Mm, I don't know, because he needs a mysterious backstory. <laughs> it's not very mysterious he's just sitting in a local uh, bar slash liquor store I mean he was literally just hanging out in some house in South America at the beginning of the he Avengers he treating people in a hospital <laughs> he wasn't in a hospital he was he, in someone's house he was visiting people's homes he was working at a hospital visiting people's homes and then he got tricked by a little girl to go into her house <laughs> yeah he wasn't doing a good job laying low at all well, he was trying to use his medical degree to help people. What degrees does Bruce Banner have? Because he wasn't a medical doctor before he became the Hulk. Can I... Uh, yeah, I think he got his medical degree after being the Hulk, which, man, that must have been a very <laughs> troublesome study session. <laughs> oh, I'm so stressed out about these grades. Ah! <laughs> um... Did you see the tweet I made the other day, Jeff, that I really desperately want to talk about? (laughs) Yes, read it to me. (laughs) uh, Which is, 
Has Marvel ever floated the idea that Bruce Banner is the sixth Infinity Gem? Like, for the movies? Or for the comics. No, we know where they all are in the comics. The idea of them being secretly other things is... No, 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 no. You don't understand me, Jeff. Listen. (laughs) We... I was reading the comics, and they were talking about how the Infinity Gems give off gamma radiation, right? Okay. And so, we don't know how the Infinity Gems were created exactly. We just know that they were, like, old universes that somehow collapsed. What if those universes collapsed by focused gamma radiation and Bruce Banner accidentally turned himself into another Infinity Gem? Oh, I see. You're saying he's an additional one, not he's one of the already extant ones, because there's already six. Oh, I thought there were only five. Well, No, one for each finger and then on the back of the hand. Ah, okay. Well, then he's the seventh Infinity Gem. I see. Now I understand your theory. Yeah, he's the Horcrux. You need seven, because if you divide your soul by seven, it's more powerful. Yeah. yeah, it's Dobby so, or whatever. Has anyone ever done that? Because if not, Marvel, Jeff and I will write this comic book for $50 million. Cool, I guess you'll just I will just write this comic me. book for $49 million, and it will be terrible. But you will save a million dollars. Can you imagine that? A million dollars! Page one. It's just a wall of text. Who is Bruce Banner anyway? I don't know. I haven't read any of these comics before. Uh, no, no, I'll write I'm not it for exposure. And I am going to make up stuff and never admit that I don't know who Bruce Banner is. Are you crazy? Uh, you're, so you're ascribing to the Stan Lee school of comic book writing. Though. Yeah, exactly. All he of these are my Bruce own Banner. original ideas and I didn't yep. take them from anybody. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. Jeff, we should write that treatment and send it to Marvel because they would really like it, I bet. Yep, they they'd love, love to take it and give it to somebody else. Yeah, that's right. Let them write it. But now that we've mailed this podcast to ourselves, <laughs> we have a copyright or whatever. It's fair, yep. It's true. That is how that works. Yep. Well, bye. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> wine is great. Wine is uh, bad. Wine is good. It's very Let's bad. Let's all eat some food or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope Ugh. you guys... Oh, nope. Jeff has something. <laughs> no, sorry. I was just reading the guide for newbies, and I got to the second step of tasting and talking about wine. Makes Remember... Up. The majority of what we taste is actually what we are smelling. After you swirl your wine, stick your nose in the glass and give it a big, deep whiff. Make notes, mental or otherwise, of what you smell, then swirl and smell the wine again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what so wine smells like? Stupid. Somebody <laughs> smashes a bottle against the back of your head because of what a prick you're being. <laughs> wine smells like alcohol that's trying to burn all your sinuses away. <laughs> yeah, it just smells like grape juice that's gone bad, because that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's fine. Wine is fine, you guys. Nope. Wine <laughs> like that's wine. T-shirt. <laughs> that's your mayor- mayoral t-shirt. Wine yeah. is fine. <laughs> yeah. That's my platform. Hey, everyone. Matt Heron here for mayor. I just <laughs> yep. want to let you know, wine is, is fine with me. See, and you said you wouldn't find a way to connect with people. You've just done it. Yeah, you're going to legalize wine in your town for the first time. <laughs> yes! Claim you're going to do that. Don't let anyone think too hard I want to know why my opponent refuses to debate me on legalizing wine. <laughs> Furthermore, I've shut down the uh, old barn where they throw all those uh, dances, and we've outlawed dancing additionally. <laughs> yes. 
uh, and then I wouldn't live up to my campaign promises once I got elected, and I'd actually accidentally outlaw wine. <laughs> yeah, and then they they catch you at a sock hop, like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, he did not want dancing either. <laughs> Your scandal in the newspaper is a picture of you in a conga line. <laughs> Throwing a, a full bottle of wine against the wall. <laughs> Pouring wine into a drain while dancing a jig in front of the sink. Oh man, I, somebody photoshopped that. <laughs> Evil uh, mare, and then you are pouring wine directly onto the dog mare that everyone loves, but you beat him. <laughs> How did you beat him in the election? <laughs> and you're he refused evil to as debate well. me. I, like I said, he refused to debate me about legalizing wine. <laughs> Oh, poor dog. <laughs> oh, man. If somebody decides to Photoshop a campaign poster of me uh, fighting to legalize wine, then I will go and try to run for mayor. I promise mayor. I will at least contact the mayoral uh, people in town. Mayor Heron faces rough competition. <laughs> I can see it now. Yes. Uh, this mayoral race has gone to the dogs, but there's just a picture of you lying on the ground. <laughs> there's yep. no dogs. The in dogs the not in that picture. <laughs> yes, and I'm still wearing a collar and nothing else. You got your wine though. You got to stay on brand. I've got That's wine stains around my lips, like I've been lapping it out of a bowl because I have. Your tongue's black because it's yep. bad wine. Yes, thunderberry. Oh God. <sighs> anyway, uh, wine is good, but just like it's everything bad. else on Reddit, uh, if you take it very seriously, then you're probably the pits. Mm-hmm. So, I hope you guys liked this episode. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please share this with your friends. Uh, and uh, the word of, your word of mouth is the only way that we can grow, so we very much appreciate you doing that. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. You can find me on Twitter at kamikazepilot. I'm on Twitter, j3fk, Instagram, jeffjk. You can support the making of my podcasts that I do by going to patreon.com slash jeffjk. And uh, I would entreat you, if you don't listen to Creepy Pods, to, to go check out the latest episode, because it's only 15 minutes long, and it's very soothing to listen to, because there's nice music and soft talking. Uh, and it's like a more produced radio-like episode of show, rather than just a bunch of people screaming about how Slenderman is bad. <laughs> Is that usually the format debate of Slenderman? <laughs> yeah, I invite uh, two famous uh, rascals on to, and one of them is pro Slenderman, the other's anti Slenderman, but they don't know each other's opinion before. And I'll say something like, "Hey, actually, Slenderman's medium, not good or bad," and then they go off. Oh uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Voice of reason, Jeff Kowalski. <laughs> Yeah, every week you can just be like, well, I don't know, guys, I see both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I think in some ways Slenderman is good, and in other ways, bad. Now, you guys are debating Slenderman's value as a uh, fictional character, not whether the fact that he murders children is good, right? <laughs> no, no, we're debating the fictional, in-universe morality of the character. Really? Yeah, like, yeah. somebody's like, actually, his morality is good? I thought oh, yeah. he just killed children, does he no, not? No, it's, it's very common to think that because children are annoying, it's good that he steals them into the woods. 
Can't argue uh, with that logic. Who? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, this is, a, this is a common and popular opinion. See, I know you don't listen to the show, so you're not uh, up on Slenderman discourse, but no, everybody likes that he takes children. That goes without saying. Jeff, you sound like a Republican senator right now. <laughs> listen, the NRA definitely supports shooting children. However, some people think that's a good thing. <laughs> Uh, all right, find me on Twitter at Heronbird or on Instagram at Louisa Heron. Alrighty, thanks to the folks who've been talking about us on Twitter. Uh, thanks to our friend Cassie. Nice, Cassie. Uh, thanks to Louisa for making fun of me for misspelling. Thank uh, you, Louisa. Jareth I'm from the labyrinth. Pretty great. Uh, thanks to Royal K Hefner. Yes, that's my friend Royal. Thank you, Royal. Thank you, Royal. Thank you, Regina. Our friend Regina. Thank you, Regina. Thank you, Tanner. Tanner. Uh, thank you. I bought a park so my robots can learn how to LARP. Thank you. That's a long name. I don't know who that is, but that's great. Um, and thanks to me. I won't thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, thanks to everyone who voted in our, uh, fantasy casting pool last week. Uh, it was Jareth from the, the, the Labyrinth. Jareth the Goblin King. Um, the winning... Uh, choice was I think it was Jeff's one which was Tilda Swinton oh no damn it so Jeff this is your first victory how do you feel that's not true I also won with (laughs) Julianne Moore for okay well this is your first canonical victory if you don't remember what Julianne Moore is for you don't it doesn't Jessica Fletcher from Murder She Wrote damn it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, second place was Louise's choice with Lady Gaga Third was my choice with Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fourth was our wild card, B.D. Wong. You guys, our wild cards are losing every time. We need to be better at our wild cards, I think. Here's the thing, though. The, the best thing we can of think of becomes our choice. <laughs> and yeah. it's hard to talk us out of that, really, isn't it? Well, but surely we can come up with two good ones. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should institute a rule that the first name we say is the one we have to pick. Now, I would like to point out, yeah, maybe, I would like to point out that um, this, the Jareth the Goblin King, I feel like a lot of people voted for who would be a good David Bowie impersonator, Mm -hmm. as opposed to who would be a good person to play the character of Jareth, because I think Tilda Swinton is a good David Bowie impersonator. I don't think she would be great as Jareth. I think Tom Hiddleston is a better uh, choice for that. Or Lady Gaga. I think Tilda Swinton is the best actor on that list, uh, and a better actor than David Bowie, who was not a good actor. You need somebody to choose a scenery like David Bowie did. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Have you guys seen Tilda Swinton in movies? Did you see Snowpiercer? When she chews the scenery, it's like watching your mom being drunk. (laughs) It's like not... It's not cool. <laughs> Are you just saying that because you also fine, have fine. because your mom is also willowy and European like Tilda Swinton? I guess, but my mom doesn't need to be drunk to be crazy like that. <laughs> she was born um, this way, Lady, Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, Lady Gaga. No, I, 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 I mean, let's all be real here for a second. Tom Hiddleston is already playing Jareth the, Lo- the Goblin King mm-hmm. in the Avengers movies as Loki. That's true. That's very <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so please keep on sharing those polls. Retweeting them is a great right. way to spread the word about our show, and we will be very happy if you do. So far, the only people retweeting them are the three of us, so 
Y'all get on this. <laughs> we do get a bunch of votes, though. I don't know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's all just our friends. Um, so if you vote, please also retweet. It would be very, very helpful to us. Um, okay, well, thank you guys very much. Uh, please come back next week. But until then, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. Morgan ad from like 10 years ago maybe where it implied that everyone around you was drunk on Captain Morgan where it was like oh yeah she's got a little captain in her and it was like your dental hygienist who's at work but then she lifts <laughs> she lifts her leg up and everyone lifts their leg up like they're standing on a barrel do you remember this ad I yeah, don't. listen, they're just speaking truth to power, Louisa everyone who's working is a little bit drunk if you're not then you're not doing it right it was very disturbing I don't understand why